I'm your host, Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com. Welcome to Tell Me Your Business, the podcast that energizes everyday entrepreneurs to build successful businesses and the margins of what they value. Okay, so today we're continuing our conversation about business habits. And today is just all about mindset because I can tell you right now that like 95% of your success in creating a habit or changing a habit all is in your brain. We all know this. It's not new news. Um, And part of that process is that you have to start with believing that you can do this thing. And for me, I realize in my life uh, more and more that as a young adult or like as a teenager, you know, you have a lot of aspirations for life because you're young and you're, you're figuring yourself out and you're becoming an independent, autonomous human being. And like you're figuring out your skills and what you're good at, what you're not good at. And so all of these things in conjunction with school and college ideas and jobs and like all the things that are ahead, like all this whole life you have ahead of you. I think I spent a lot of time as a young adult focused on a lot of outcomes, like the things that I really wanted. And I feel like somehow as I got older, I don't know if just life got more complicated or what, but I, I often find that I shift from that idea. Like I stop visualizing the future and I get kind of stuck in the mess of the current or the details of where I'm at or just surviving the day. Um, whereas when I was younger, like the world was my oyster, <laughs> like I believed I could be a WNBA star or whatever it was, right? Until you figure out that's not actually how that works. (laughs) But up until that point, like you put energy into that and you have this like kind of unrelenting belief that you can do this and you kind of keep these visualizations in your mind about these things. And sometimes you get to those, you get to certain points and you pivot and you realize that's not going to happen. But for example, I'll just give you an example. This isn't business related, but it's life, life related. I remember being a teenager and Like at some point I got really, really into basketball. I just loved it. It was so much fun. I wasn't great at it. Like nobody was handing me scholarships for it or anything. But in my brain, I was like, you know what? I think I could do this professionally if I just put my mind to it. In the same way that I think most kids think they can be professional (laughs) in baseball, basketball, whatever players. But even if it wasn't going to happen, it gave me something to focus on, right? And through saying, okay, I've got this thing that I believe I can do, I align my actions to get me better positioned to do that thing, right? So I made habits like practicing every day, shooting in the driveway, going to basketball practices, going to basketball camps, like all these actions that I would take. Some of them habits, some of them are just, you know, one-off things like basketball camp or whatever. But I did develop habits that made me better at basketball in the present so that I could continue to pursue what was ahead. And I think this is a great analogy for business because honestly, like even when we're building a business, we don't know where we're going to end up. Like we start in point A and we don't really know where where we're going to end up or where life's going to take us or where opportunity is going to take us. Like in so many cases, you could never visualize where you're at today back then. But the important part is having the visualization, is saying this is what I want. And so when it comes to really building habits, you have to keep your eye on the prize. Like what is the transformation that's happening because of this like due diligence that I have, like these actions that I'm taking over and over and over and over and over. Cause that's really what habits are about is about forming these actions that you take consistently, repeatedly until you kind of get the outcome or to maintain the outcome that you want. 
And I have done a lot of this like in the past two years. Like I've spent really two years working really hard on like habit building around personal things. Work stuff isn't always that hard, but for me it was personal things. And so I just know like in all the instances of all the goals that I had for myself, I could not pause in any particular season of that journey of creating those habits and question the habit because all that was going to do was make me stop or say, this isn't worth it. I had to say, this is the transformation I'm going for. So this is what I'm going to do day in and day out. She came and spoke at one of my retreats uh, a few years ago about email marketing and things like that. But um, I had been following her online for a while and started noticing her posting these stories of her in the gym with weights and things like that. And when people would say to her, like, you know, you know, is your goal to lose weight? She would say, I just want to fight a bear in the woods. Like, I want to be strong enough to fight a bear in the woods. Like, you know, that was her statement. And um, it was interesting just to watch her transform over like a two year period to be a very strong, physically strong person, um, you know, and to be healthier than she was when she started. And like, that is an example of a person that I watched who consistently put an effort on something, right? Like she built habits. Like when she came to the retreat, um, I tried to build like little baskets and stuff for the people who speak for me. And I try to fill their like mini fridges with, you know, snacks or drinks, or whatever they like. And like, she was very consistent, um, even at the retreat with what she was eating, and what she was doing. And so that consistency paid off really, really well. And it's got to be really hard in the middle of all of that to like see the progress. I mean, you can see it eventually, but in the moment of like every single day showing up and lifting weights or like doing whatever you're doing to help yourself get strong, like that is the hard part. And I believe, you know, she just never took her eye off the prize. Like she knew what she was running towards. She knew what she's pushing herself towards. And she knew that every little habit that she developed helped her get there. Um, you know, I had a quest two years ago to be healthy. And so I developed very specific habits that I knew in my brain. I was like, if I can just do these same things like over and over every day, I will be healthier. And that included like drinking water or, um, you know, exercising and like whatever the things were that aligned with who I needed to become. You are looking for your business to become something and you have some idea in your mind of what you want that to look like, how much money you want it to make, uh, you know, I mean, you, you have a vision for the business that you have, no matter whether it's brick and mortar or online or content based, like whatever it may be, you have a vision for it. And once you have the vision, then you can work backwards to figure out what actions do I need to take to make this thing happen? And like out of those actions, what need to be habits, like things that consistently happen day in and day out, even when it's boring, even when it sucks, even when you're tired of doing it, like there's some actions that need to just happen. And you may be saying, Kim, how do I do this? Like, it's one thing to say, okay, I'm going to develop this habit. Like, but I really struggle with the concept of consistency. And I know there are reasons why, and I'm going to walk through right now, the reasons why consistency can be very difficult for you. One is that somewhere in your brain, you don't believe you can actually do this, which is a really bad place to start from. So you're going to have to get over that. You're going to have to believe 
that you can do it and be your own cheerleader at times. Um, you're going to have to be prepared to ditch perfectionism to make habits happen because you are not going to do the habit perfectly. If you're a type A person, you're going to have to really rein it in because like perfectionism and habits do not go together. Habits is a process of developing an action. And even if after 21 days, which is some sort of magic formula for like building a habit, if you screw up, you don't throw in the towel. Like it's okay. It's okay to miss a day. It's okay to like not do the habit for two days or something like that. Like the important thing is that you get back up there and you keep doing the habit after the fact, right? Like one thing I try to say to myself is like, like my management of perfectionism is I say, I'm not going to go two days. I'm not going to do, do more than two days, right? So if I'm taking a break for some reason from working out, <clears throat> you know, if it's, unless it's injury related, if it's injury related, I take off more time. But just in general, like if I'm having a speed bump in my week or something, I say to myself, okay, I can't do more than two days off from my habit because it's important for me to stick with the habit. I know that I can do it. I know that I've got this speed bump and it doesn't matter because just because this is happening and just because I'm not, you know, ticking the box for this day on this habit, it's still the cumulative effort of days and days and weeks and weeks and months and months of that effort that what pays off. And so I can't throw in the towel because then I, you know, I'm wasting all of that effort that I put in and I'm ruining any potential future opportunity to get where I want to be. So you have to be prepared to just get rid of perfectionism because you're not going to be perfect and you're going to fail. Like there's going to be days when you don't do it well or like you have to do it or whatever, you know, and you're going to feel like a failure sometimes because you're like, oh, I took two days off or I took three days off, you know, and now I got to throw in like, no, I just, I'm just going to wreck it. It's terrible. I can't start over. I don't want to do this anymore. Whatever, like completely throws you off. You got to get back up and get back at it again. Because habits are just these actions that you take over and over and over and they're boring. I know. And sometimes you're going to have to make them fun. So that's kind of my next point is, you know, especially if your person takes things to an extreme, like whatever you do, don't make it extreme. Don't try to make too many changes at once. Like try to do your best in this season with your mindset and saying, I'm going to do whatever I can to make this habit happen with my personality. And I'll give you some examples. Like in the past, like I said, in the past two years, I've really been working on some health goals. And one of the things was I wanted to be able to drink at least one Stanley, you know, big cup um, of water a day. Because to say that I'm gonna, like, for me to carry one of those big old gallons of water or whatever, it's not going to happen. <laughs> like I have tried multiple times like to make that happen. And it's possible for that to happen in the future, but... My path to the gallon of water is not the gallon of water. My path to the water is the six, you know, the, the 32 ounce Stanley cup because before I wasn't drinking any water or like I was only drinking a cup of water. I was drinking coffee all day or whatever it may be. The Stanley cup, me being consistent at just doing one of those, those babies a day gets me to the point where I'm like, okay, well, I'm drinking one now. I think I can drink two, right? And so then I add on to the habit, like I stack on to the habit. Okay, now I'm going to have two of these, but I had to master the one before I could do the two and I had to do it my way. So I think there's a lot of people out there who like water, who enjoy water. I, I've always enjoyed water, but that's a lot of water <laughs> during the day. And so I did kind of stumble on 
this tea that I really like. Like, it's not really tea. I mean, it is tea, but it's, it's a cold infusion tea that you put in water to make the water taste better. And so I just drop one of these things down in my big, huge cup. And it makes the water taste a little bit better. Like it gives it some kind of flavor, which makes me enjoy it more, which makes me intentionally drink it. So you see how I said, you know, I want to do this habit, but I'm going to do it my way. And my way is by adding this like water infusing tea bag or whatever to it. And in addition to that, I also found like, you know, I tried to evaluate like what are the things that prevent me really from doing this habit very consistently. And part of it was I don't like the taste of the ice from my fridge for whatever reason. Like, I just don't. And so I started, when I go to the grocery store, I buy a bag of ice from the cooler. And now I like the taste of the water and I like the tea bag. And for two years, I've been consistently drinking at least one Stanley cup of water, right? And there, it didn't happen every day. There were days when I drank more coffee than I drank water or I didn't finish the cup or whatever. But I set the habit up and made it happen. And in your business, you're going to find little things that you're going to need to do like consistently. Like maybe it is email marketing is hard for you. And so you're trying to find ways to work with yourself to make email marketing easier or better or more enjoyable. And like for me, I have found that I like to use Flowdesk for email because it's pretty. Like it's got a creative element to it. And so instead of email marketing being boring, and a habit that I don't always love, even though I love writing, um, I'm much more consistent and able to build the habit of email marketing when I'm using a software I like to use. See, so like there's just these different pieces of the equation for like habits that you know that you need to build, that ultimately build your business, build your income, whatever. And a lot of times they're not fun. And so my question is for those of you who need that, like, how do you make it yours? Like, how do you make it fun? How do you make small tweaks that make the habit more tolerable or easier to do on a daily basis? Um, and one piece I want to add here is like, I also, when it comes to mindset, I can't second guess myself. Like, I can't say, like, maybe I should do something else, like have doubt or any of that stuff. Like, I can't. I can't allow that to enter. Like I have to stay focused and say, okay, healthy water. I can do this. Like I can drink this cup. Even if I have to suck this thing down right before bed and then I'm up all night using the bathroom, I don't care. <laughs> like I'm going to make this happen. And the same thing with your business. Like just try to do your best to avoid extremes in any way because extremes never work. Um, even if we're extreme people, it just really, really works. And do your best to kind of work with your habits and your personality. I think that's really, really important. If you want to know more about like your personality and how you're individually wired, I encourage you to reach out to Karen Bemis from Moving Towards Better, who does personality assessments. She does an amazing job. It is her gift on this planet. And I think that you should be sure that you go check that out. And I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, helped me tremendously. I talk about her a lot. Um, and the other piece of this equation when it comes to habits too, is if you're in a position where you, you kind of need to know with your habits, know when to hold them, know when to fold them, right? So you might say, well, if we're talking about developing habits and we don't want to quit, maybe quitting isn't there. Maybe you just need to delegate it to somebody else. So instead of thinking like, I'm going to quit this habit, maybe you take that habit that you know produces the results that you need and you pass it off to an virtual assistant or, you know, an administrative assistant or contract it out to somebody who does that thing, you know? Um, 
Because then, you know, that person is making up for maybe the time that you lack or whatever. And maybe that person has a detail orientation to be more consistent than you in that area. So don't be afraid to do that either. In my own habit building journey, I have discovered that one of the keys to success is confidence. And that doesn't come easy to everyone. It didn't come easy to me. Um, Confidence allows you to be your own cheerleader. Confidence allows you to do your habits with personal authority. So even if somebody's like, why are you doing that? Like, that doesn't make sense. Or like, that's hard. Or whatever somebody who you need to set boundaries with (laughs) comes at you with with your habits, you have enough self-respect and you have enough confidence to be like, this is what I'm doing. Doing this. This this is important. Like, this makes the ball move forward. I am going to do this. And you have to be your own cheerleader when things get hard and it's like, you know, your brain is screaming at you like, well, you're never, especially when you fail, right? Or you have an off day. Like, you're never going to be able to do this. You suck at this. Why did you even start? All this kind of stuff. But a lot of this is just rooted in confidence. And when you're, when you actually have confidence, like unwavering confidence, you don't question what you're doing. You just trust yourself. And... I think that like, if you see a person, you know, out in public um, or in different situations, like when you meet a really confident person, I think in some ways, like it's easy to be like a little bit jealous of them, right? Because they know themselves, trust themselves, like themselves, appreciate themselves enough to be confident and to just not care what other people think or what people say. And even though, you know, they may think about the things that people say, it doesn't really impact them. Like they own their truth. They are who they are. And I think for a lot of us, like confidence is a very difficult thing depending on how you were raised, where you were raised, when you were raised, things like that. And um, <clears throat> I would really speculate, like if you're a woman who's listening to this, and this won't be all women, I'm just saying some women that are listening to this, you may have spent most of your life being told to be like less, like you should be humble don't be too confident, don't be bossy, don't be all these things, right? And once that's kind of ingrained in you, these are the reasons why we apologize all the time, or we have to use the word just in emails or texts with people, or we feel the need to make excuses or anything else, right? Like, we deal with this. These situations that you have been exposed to or brought up in, or raised in, or taught, or whatever, really can make it to where you struggle with confidence or self-love or self-respect. Because um, for some reason in your brain, you you can't be confident, you can't love yourself, you can't be successful without becoming a bad person. And that's not true. Because I think that, you know, like, for example, like growing up, like, I was always encouraged to be like, I'm a female, like, you need to be humble, like, you need to do all these things. And while there's nothing wrong with humility... When you read the definition of humility from the Googles, um, it's having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. And I just honestly don't think that a lot of regular people are walking around with like a whole like chip on their shoulder most of the time. I mean, don't be mean. Don't disrespect other human beings. Don't look down on other people and you're qualified as a person who's being humble, you know? Like it doesn't mean that you need to make yourself less. 
It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be confident and that you shouldn't walk around knowing who you are, owning your ideas, owning your value, owning your worth. Um, And so I think for a lot of people who try to develop habits, this is a big barrier to success. Because you may be able to start the habits, but sticking with them gets derailed because you don't actually believe in yourself and you're not actually confident. And if this is resonating with you, I want to encourage you that as you go through a habit building journey, that you be sure that you start to practice confidence and self-respect. And that all comes through a lot of the things we've been talking about, like boundary setting and things like that. Like you're going to have to put those pieces of the puzzle in so that you can be successful at this because it's more than just actions. It's also mindset. And if that's one of your mindsets that you're struggling with, you're going to struggle. So something you're going to have to deal with. So I want to challenge you guys to do that. Um, and if you're a person who like regularly struggles with confidence and things like that, you may need to hire like a life coach, a business coach, um, you know, someone in your life who is your cheerleader. If you're having a hard time being a cheerleader for yourself, uh, some people know, like maybe this isn't your issue, but you know that like accountability matters to you. Like having somewhere to show up, someone to show up to, makes a difference in your ability to follow through on things. If that's you, you know, that's again, knowing yourself well enough to know, like I may not be wired enough to be my own cheerleader. I may need help. (laughs) Um, Although it's something that I think is a skill everyone can develop. I think while you're developing it, you may need external help. So if you see that and like, you know, someone in your life that can be a coach, who can be um, an accountability partner, go for it. Like get that person on board. I know that like for me, like, with my mastermind groups, like 80% of people that are in that group are getting not just coaching and support and cheerleading, but the big thing they're getting out of it is accountability. Like there's somewhere to show up every week and you don't want to be embarrassed. Like you don't want to show up to a group of people and be like, oh, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Um, so there's like this consistency amongst being able to show up somewhere and do something. Um, <clears throat> and whether the next point is like whether you are starting something new, like starting a new habit or changing an old habit, Try to just keep it simple for yourself. Like, and be willing to evolve, if that makes sense. So, like, I mentioned my water example earlier. So, another, like, evolution I've taken throughout my life. Again, this is Starbucks. These are all still good analogies to businesses. Um, I used to get Starbucks every single day. And it initially started with... In college, like this is kind of, it wasn't every day in college, but in college there was this like coffee shop and there'd be these Frappuccino things. And then I figured out, man, these like Frappe deals are pretty high and like calories and like all the things and sugar and all the kind of stuff. And so I had a friend who worked at Starbucks and she's like, oh, you should try this caramel macchiato instead of the Frappe and I think you'll like it. And I did, like I really enjoyed it. So for years I drank a isolated caramel macchiato. And then over time, I was like, you know, I want to drink less of this, you know, because uh, this has a lot of sugar and stuff in it, too. And so I started saying, OK, can you just give me two pumps of sweetener in that coffee? Right. So they're like small habits that I changed over time. So once I got used to the two pumps of sweetener, then I didn't really care about like then when I got the regular one, it was way, way too sweet. Right. So then I moved down to like, OK, I can reduce my sugar again and I'm going to just get a cold foam with one pump. Right. So it was a progression. Um, And then once I got down to cold foam with one pump, I started just getting like 
unsweetened cold brew from the grocery store with a creamer that I really liked. And now I do cold brew with nut pods and it's like very low sugar, very low calories, all that kind of stuff. But it took me years <laughs> of kind of evolution of changing a habit, right? So this is an example of how I changed a habit. So this was a habit that I developed, but I wanted to change it into something healthier or more productive. And so I just made small incremental changes over time to that habit. And that's also okay. So like if you're sitting here thinking like, I really like to change this habit that I'm doing with my business, think about like, like incremental changes to what you're doing versus trying to be like, I'm going to just overhaul this or like, you know, like think smaller terms, keep it simple. I think that's a really, really important part. And how do you make these changes or new habits easier for yourself? We talked about that a little bit earlier, like I said, with your personality. Like for me, for me to be productive and like be able to sit down and do the things that, you know, are habits that I need to do, but that are boring. <laughs> I have to listen to music. I have to sometimes do batches. Sometimes I have to use a timer. Sometimes I have to make it into a game. You may need to use templates to be consistent with things. You may need to use ChatGPT to set habits for yourself, right? Like there are so many tools out there and I want to encourage you as you develop these new habits, ask yourself how much of the load you actually need to carry. Like are there ways to make it easier for yourself? And like how, you know, what, what would make it easier for you to do it? Um, what makes it more enjoyable? What takes the sting out of that thing that is kind of like monotonous? So for me, I go to um, the gym at night and I try to do like an hour on the elliptical runner. And I was reading, which worked really well. Um, but then I realized like, oh, I could catch up on like years of reality TV that I've missed. <laughs> and so like when I get on to the elliptical now, I put my earphones in. I put on Netflix on my phone on the elliptical runner and I'm on there running and I watch an hour of TV. Like I watch an hour of whatever. So even though that is a boring thing, cause I mean, 30 minutes on the elliptical runner is one thing I can usually handle that, but an hour is a long freaking time for my brain to be there and I get super bored. And so this was one way that I took the boredom completely out of it and I finish it and I'm like, oh, that was an hour. Wow, done, boom, you know? And the same thing with your business. Like if there's something that's really monotonous that you have to do with your business, like put some music on or for me, sometimes at night, like if I need to schedule social media content or marketing or whatever, I'm just sitting in the bed watching something I'm into, you know, I'm kind of like half watching, half, half scheduling, half watching, half designing, like whatever you need to do, like the habit happens and maybe you need to pair it with something that makes it easier to do or less painful to do. <clears throat> and so as you go forward and you're thinking about habits you're going to change or habits you're going to start, I want you to brainstorm the habit that you're thinking about and what is really the least path of resistance to success with that does it mean that you need to do a baby step instead of doing like a complete overhaul cold turkey situation um what does that baby step look like and then could you sort of in some cases map out what the baby steps are like okay i'm gonna start here and then you know in a few months if i'm feeling good i'm gonna do i'm gonna add on this whatever it may be but Consistency is the key to a lot of success in personal and professional life. So I want you guys to make sure that like, as you're thinking about your own personal life habits, that you actually start to think about habits for your business because there are habits within our businesses that make a difference in our success. So to recap from today, I just want you guys to think about keeping your eye on the prize, taking it a day at a time, 
figuring out how to be your own cheerleader or hiring a cheerleader. Working on your mindset things like, do you believe that you can do this? Like, don't question it. Be prepared to ditch perfectionism. Be prepared to fail. Can you make this happen without making it extreme or having way too many changes at one time? How do you make it work with how you're wired? What is the least path of resistance to being successful at this? And let's just do that and be okay with that. You are the person who decides your destiny. You are the one that gets to decide your boundaries. You get to decide your habits and you get to decide how this works. It's on you, but I encourage you to consider all these things that we're talking about so that you have a greater chance at success when you're setting habits that get you where you want to be. Thank you for spending time listening to this episode and I hope you guys have a great week.